0: Hello and welcome to Wizard Studies. I'm Audrey.
1: And I'm Katie.
0: And today we are discussing uh, Goblet of Fire, Chapter 3 The Invitation. Another randomly picked, randomly selected chapter. That just so happened to be Goblet of Fire, and I let Katie <laughs> do the random number generator.
1: I <laughs> so. do you think, <laughs> I think that. So Goblet of Fire is obviously one of the longer books, right? Yeah. So, ch- like, chances are higher that we will get Goblet of Fire as opposed to <laughs> Half Blood Prince, because it's bigger than Half Blood Prince still, right? I think it's the second yeah. biggest after yeah. Order, even. it's either the second or third i think it's close to deathly hallows yeah and i think we've done i think if we looked at the percentages of chapters we've done we might have done the most from deathly hallows yeah we've done a few from there because they're Mm -hmm. like interesting when we were picking them ourselves there are some interesting ones um i did notice that i don't know if i have this written down wrong or filled out wrong but have we not done the first chapter of goblet of fire Yeah, no, I think you're right.
0: I thought we had two, but I was looking at your little
1: spreadsheet. And we were two away from getting that one. I almost just kind of like fudged it. (laughs) Oh, we picked the Riddle House.
0: (laughs) I mean, that one would be more interesting than this one, not to like let everybody down.
1: (laughs) This is definitely a shorter... Not only is it shorter, but like because the first chapter of Goblet of Fire is the Riddle House... The second chapter picks up with like Harry only in his room. Yeah. This is the first Dursley chapter we have, so it's the classic like Vernon hates magic. is yeah. fat petunias mean. I guess Petunia's not even really <laughs> Petunia, in the chapter. That I much. don't know.
0: I think she says like
1: one line. Yeah. So like uh, it's definitely p- very short.
0: Also the last chapter we did Like, a few months ago. Yeah, sorry. Was it it the first chapter of Prisoner of Azkaban? Yeah. So then I was getting confused when I started reading this one because Mm. it felt like we were just picking up from that first chapter because that's also, like, Harry alone in his room. Yeah. And then I had to, like, remind myself what was going on. This was a weird chapter to start randomly reading.
1: (laughs) It is. It's also, like... Because I had to go back and look at what the titles of the first two chapters in this book were. To so, like, this feels yourself. like a first chapter. Like, yeah. it has, like, cu- granted, we don't get, like, a recap. Because maybe that's, like, just, like, in Harry's mind. But this yeah. is, like, the Dursley Summer chapter.
0: Yeah. The chapter before was when we got the recap of, like, Voldemort tried to kill Harry. Yeah. Sirius Black is Harry's godfather. Like, Harry, go- Harry goes to wizard school. <laughs> like yeah. and Even yeah. that, basically.
1: <laughs> yeah, seriously. And then, like, this is really the only... This is, like, the normal summer chapter, basically. This because is like the a- next one is, like, the Weasleys coming to pick him oh, up. Because yeah. yeah. this, like... So it's weird that, like, pre... Like, the Dursley chapters are actually one, two, three, four... But because there's, like, so much going on, and this is kind of, like, the first book that starts, like, more funkly. Funkly? Funkly. (laughs) Um, Like, it's not, like, the, it's only one of them, or only two of them, like, anyways, we're rambling, or I'm rambling. The Dursleys
0: are only in chapters three and
1: four. Yeah, pretty much. And this is the, in the next chapter is, like, again, like, the Weasleys come to pick up Harry, so it's a little bit more action-packed
0: yeah okay anyway um (laughs) we've been gone for a while we have uh happy new year (laughs) if we get this out (laughs) close to the new year (laughs) yeah
1: happy holidays i hope everybody had a good holidays um and happy new year 2023 sounds Uh... like a fake year does. I keep on making jokes because the Carolina Hurricanes, my favorite hockey team, it's their 25th anniversary season and so they've been like doing a bunch of stuff for it. Like they have special jerseys for this year and I like they keep on like talking about like the history of the Carolina Hurricanes and I'm like guys 25 is so young. Like I don't even know why they're like making a big deal about this because. But
0: you're. you're I'm turning 20 25 faster. in almost exactly a month. <laughs> I didn't realize that you were born during the first ever Carolina hurricane
1: season. Yep. Right. Almost like right smack dab in the middle, too. Wow. If I was born in earlier, like mid January, it would probably be like exactly right in the middle. Wow.
0: That's poetic.
1: I know. Katie's other
0: love is the character. My origin.
1: My origin story. (laughs) Uh,
0: Anyways. Happy holidays and happy near Katie's birthday.
1: Yeah. I mean, not really. It's like a month.
0: I know, but maybe by the time that one Yeah, but who
1: knows when this is going to come out? Maybe on my birthday. You never know. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Uh, um, Should we start talking about this chapter? Yeah. So kind of like Audrey mentioned it starts kind of very abruptly. Like it picks up is like Harry entered the kitchen and it's like what kitchen? Like what <laughs> where, where are we? Are we? <laughs> where are we right now when you just kind of pick up pick it up and start reading it randomly. But obviously he's in the Dursley's kitchen and this is when we hear all the information about the new diet cuz this is the summer that they're on the new diet. So we kind of like do a quick flashback. So when Dudley so I guess like is smeltings a boarding school? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, so when Dudley, I think so. Like I said that really sense confidently that it would be cuz it says like when he came home for the summer, I think, right?
0: Yeah. I'm seeing if we have any information on this.
1: So oh, okay.
0: Oh, this is it's a muggle public school. What? I thought it was private, but I guess I maybe public schools Stonewall in the UK High still. Was the
1: public school.
0: Oh yeah, because that's where Harry was gonna go.
1: Yeah.
0: Maybe does public school
1: means probably. <laughs> probably
0: set to begin at. The Dursleys intent... Okay, yeah, public school is definitely something different because it says the Dursleys intended to send Harry to Stonewall High, the local state school.
1: Oh, okay. So maybe um, They serve
0: is- food at the school, so I don't know if that's just a lot. I
1: feel like it's a... I feel like it would make sense that it was a boarding school. Yeah. So I wonder if, like, state schools are what our public schools are. And then public schools are private schools that, like, you don't have to, like, be accepted into. And whereas, like, Eaton, like, this super, like, fancy yeah. prestigious school is maybe, yeah. like, what they would more consider, like, a, a true private, private school. Because, like, not – you have to, like, apply and get accepted and that whole yeah. thing.
0: Yeah. So, like, smell things they still have to pay for. Whereas, like, smell high yeah. they wouldn't have to pay for. But it's not, like – yeah, it's not, like, elite
1: Yeah. That would be my guess. Sure. Yeah, we'll go with that. And I'm basically British now, so I... (laughs) He's like, I've lived in Britain for three months. (laughs) Three and a half months. (laughs) Um, But anyways, when Dudley either came home for the summer or came home on the last day of school, whichever one is true, um, a letter came home with him and the letter included two mildly interesting facts. One is that he was being accused of bullying, which the Dursleys seemed to brush over and not care about at all. (laughs) And the second thing, which Petunia actually did listen to, was that the school nurse had maybe sent home some, like, maybe a possibly, like, a diet, like, maybe some, like, information on healthy eating, and the fact that no pants that the school makes for the uniforms are big enough for Dudley anymore. Excuse so. me, they use the term knickerbockers? I know, I did write that because I wrote pants, but in the UK, pants are like underwear. Yeah. But to so me, knickerbockers me sound like they should be underwear. <laughs> yeah, like knickerbockers, I think are those like, they're like, kind of like half pants, yeah, maybe? Yeah,
0: that the little British boys wear.
1: Yeah, that would be my guess. I don't really know, <laughs> Um, and it's included... Is this part of the letter, or does Harry edu- editorialize this? Saying that he's, like, roughly the size of a baby Harry killer whale. I'm pretty sure Harry did. <laughs> I don't think the nurse said that at home. This <laughs> Harry says... Yeah, where does it say that? It's gotta be, in like, in the oh. first page or Yeah.
0: Two. It's saying that, like, because... Uh, they they had refused to see that far from exceed, far from needing extra nourishment, Mm. Dudley had reached roughly the size and weight of a young killer whale.
1: Yeah. Oh, and I will mention, going back a little bit, Petunia, I guess, didn't, like, right away accept this or maybe like this was the breaking point for her because it does say that like petunia like had run out of excuses like say like she had said that he's like big boned enough Mm -hmm. times and stuff like that um so it's not like it was obviously something that they like knew about and seemingly ignored for a couple years before it got to this point but going back to the quote about roughly the size of a young killer whale baby like newborn killer whales are 300 to 400 pounds is what i found 300 Either... to 400
0: pounds coming out of...
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah well because like a real killer whale like the full size ones are like something like 1600 pounds maybe? i was gonna say it's
0: got to be close to a ton
1: like yeah so that was like again like young killer whale is subjective but fresh out The mama. 300 to 400 pounds, or 250 to 350 were kind of like the two estimates that I found.
0: Did you look up? I'm looking it up right now. Oh, okay. So that's weight, right? Yes. Uh, Oh. But it says size and weight, and the size uh, is supposed to be like eight and a half feet long. (laughs) So...
1: (laughs) So definitely not the size. I think both, I think
0: probably the weight is, I mean, 250 is certainly, yeah, like he definitely could, the weight,
1: the weight could be
0: feasible, but he's not eight and a half feet tall.
1: No, he also (sighs) is like, so let's say he's 15 or 16, right? Yeah. So I guess like he's, he may be just about fully grown or he's 14. Is he 14? Oh, maybe is he, he's either fourteen or fifteen. He's not
0: he shouldn't be fully grown. So
1: he's not fully grown for a guy. So like two hundred to three hundred pounds would be quite a lot for let's I because Dudley is never described to us as tall, right? Like Harry's taller than Dudley, I don't know. right? They always say like he's like tall and skinny maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I think we he's never
0: described as tall, he's always just described as big.
1: Yeah. So like let's say he's five eight, five nine, five eight, five yeah. seven. because, like
0: boys usually don't grow like height wise until later. Until
1: Yeah. They like normally don't start growing like their gross part height wise till like fourteen, fifteen, like right about yeah. the age that he is. And they normally end like what, like seventeen, eighteen maybe. Eighteen would be pretty late but still. Yeah. Um so I mean that's definitely like that's definitely pretty heavy, yeah. Yeah, but not like like the the pound wise like actually kind of works. Not the size. Not the size. No. Yeah, and this is like I don't know. I like is this a good point for us to talk about? No. Yeah, we can. So obviously this chapter is probably the biggest culprit in the series of JK Rowling's fat phobia. Yeah. Um Yeah, this one's pretty bad because, like, before it's normally just kind of, like, the description of Vernon or the description of Dudley is, like, they're big. And that's bad is, like, the undertone, right, of normally those descriptions. This is, like, outwardly, like, talking about dieting. It's talking about only eating fruits and vegetables, only eating a quarter of a grapefruit for breakfast, which is, like, not a lot for even, like a small person, let alone somebody who's like drastically cutting back on the calories they're eating. Not how you're supposed to diet. No. Like definitely adding fruits and vegetables into your diet. Probably a good decision. (laughs) I wouldn't know. Um Um, but you don't need to, like, restrict to only fruits and vegetables, which is, like, kind of what this chapter implies they're doing. And also, like, only, like, tiny quantities of fruits. Yeah. Like, this is, like, like, this is, like starvation.
0: Good. Yeah. Like, I hope, I know that, like, a lot of medical professionals have really fucked up, like, views of weight and stuff. Yeah. But I hope it's not implying that this is what the nurse suggested. I hope it's yeah. implying that this is, like, Aunt Petunia taking it too far and being an yeah. idiot. If
1: if I, like, headcanned head it, I would say the nurse probably sent home a list of, like, good foods to incorporate into yeah. a diet. And yeah. Petunia was like, alright, this is the diet. And
0: also... We're only going to have a quarter of it. Like you could have a full yeah. grapefruit for breakfast and that would not be a no. bad thing for you to eat.
1: <laughs> no, definitely not. Like half a grapefruit and like some eggs would be like really pretty good. Maybe even a half a bagel in there, you know, like get the carbs, get a good breakfast. Yeah. Let alone a quarter of a grapefruit without sugar even on it. That's like, that's, that's child cruelty right there. Aunt Petunia. <laughs> Mm. um we know she's capable of it so yeah like maybe aunt Pacino was like oh I only need to eat a quart of a grapefruit so like let's do that for everybody (laughs) because like you know she's like skinnier and an older woman so like metabolism is not what it used to be I mean, my metabolism isn't what it used to be, so, like, that's no comment on the age of ampetunia Petunia. just facts. (laughs) Um, Anyways, so, yeah, this chapter is definitely, like, really pretty rough in terms of that. Yeah, it's just, like, it's a little overkill. Yeah, and, like, it's very hard for me to, like, parse out Like, maybe she's not really, like, maybe the author's, like, really not trying to make a point, because it seems like, obviously, she's not being very, like, kind about Dudley's weight, but she's also, like, not being, like, very, like, gung-ho about the diet either, because then we have, like, Harry shoving cake in his face (laughs) later in the chapter, right? So, like, she's not, like, there's not, like, a point being made, really, either. It's just kind of, like, a fucked-up situation yeah all around. Yeah. Which, like, I don't know, she's not a medical pro- professional, so maybe it's good that she's not, like, making the point that, like, this is how it needs to be done, and this is a good way to do it. You know, like, even though we were criticizing the, like, fruits and veggies and the amount, like, I feel like the writing kind of is as well. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's, like, it's just tough all around, I think. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway. Um... Yeah, so then we learn, kind of like we've alluded to, that the fridge was just full of fruits and vegetables, or like Uncle Vernon likes to call it rabbit food. Um, Like we already, also already mentioned that breakfast was just a quarter of a grapefruit for everybody. So they all collectively shared a grapefruit for breakfast. But Dudley's was bigger than Harry's. So that was like Aunt Petunia's... um, Nampetinia's like strategy for trying to get Dudley to stick to the diet is that even though Dudley wasn't eating much and even though they were all eating a very little amount, um, Dudley still had to get more than Harry. Um, but as we learn now, Harry's not actually following the diet to the letter of the law anyways. As soon as Harry came home and found out about the diet, he sent out notes to Hermione, Hagrid, and Ron. Sent out an SOS. Um, yeah. Like, please help me. Um, Hermione sent sugar-free snacks. P.S. Her parents are dentists, in case she forgot.
0: Um, <laughs> I think it's also implying that, like, Hermione wasn't trying to enforce the diet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's all
1: she Um, had at home. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I feel like there's like a couple of like very few times throughout the series we get the like Hermione's parents were dentists and she like didn't have candy as a child. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, Hagrid sent rock cakes which Harry has not touched yet and is leaving for desperate times. Um, and Molly sent a large fruitcake and various meat pies. It's now a good time also to talk about <laughs> how concerned
0: I am about this storage. Oh, yeah, meat pies. Ooh. Yeah, and he's keeping it in the floorboards, which like, yeah, pretty much like any house, especially like an older house, like there's going to be mice in the floor. Yeah.
1: Especially if you store food <laughs> yeah also like i think does he say like four weeks ago when he got home yeah
0: it's been because it's
1: past his birthday because
0: because yeah he then got like another round of cakes yeah. for his birthday
1: hopefully he like ate the meat pies first i have faith <laughs> that a fruit cake could probably withstand quite a lot
0: or maybe like <laughs> molly put some like preservation charms on oh yeah maybe this. it's
1: magic we, it's just all, like also really, good. Always be mice. yeah.
0: Even if they're not rotting though, like they're definitely like there should be mice down there.
1: Yeah, at least like bugs. Yeah, termites. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but like Audrey mentioned, Harry also has four birthday cakes because for his birthday, Sirius, in addition to all the people mentioned above, Hermione, Hagrid, and Molly, all sent him baby <laughs> Hagrid and Molly. <laughs> yeah, not even Ron. Well, like, he, he doesn't even say, like, I think he might say, like, he sent a letter to Ron that Mrs. Weasley sent him the fruitcake and meat pies. Yeah. Um, so we learn this, and then they're all still at the table. The doorbell rings. Dun dun. Dun dun dun.
0: So. They hear some talking at the door. Somebody's laughing. Vernon is not laughing. <laughs> um and then the door closes. There's the sound of paper ripping and then it's like opportunity looks like puzzled and then Vernon comes into the kitchen and he pulls Harry to the living room, which I thought was weird because, like he's never like shied away from chastising Harry in front of everyone like. I don't know if he thinks that it's going to, like, maybe because he's going to potentially let Harry go, he doesn't want, like, Mm
1: -hmm. Dudley to
0: see that.
1: I feel like maybe he wanted to, like, he doesn't like to talk about magic stuff in front of Dudley.
0: Oh, yeah, it's, like, secretive. Like, maybe. Don't want to taint Dudley.
1: Yeah, we, like, can't say the word magic or, like, Hogwarts I mean, granted, they, I don't even think they say either of those words anyways. Yeah, um, they might say
0: magic, but Harry... But maybe to, like, protect Dudley. Yeah. I don't know. I thought that was weird. Um. So anyway, he pulls Harry aside, and Harry's, like, very perplexed. Um, it says he feigns, like, polite innocence or something. <laughs> like, confusion or something. Um, and Vernon says a letter came to him... Harry is about Harry. Harry's like who the hell do I know that would send Vernon a letter about me through the normal post like the postman. Um and then so Vernon just starts reading it. And I will read. He says, "Dear Mr. and Mrs. Dursley. We've never been introduced by, but I'm sure you have heard a great deal from Harry about my son Ron." Mm. No. As Harry might have told you, the final of the Quidditch World Cup takes place this Monday night, and my husband, Arthur, has just managed to get prime tickets through his connections at the Department of Magical Games and Sports. Is this, like, Molly feigning, like, ignorant? Like, does she know how bad it is for Harry? Or, like, does she she actually think that Harry would have told them about Ron and about, like, is she just naive because her kids, like, have such a good family si- situation? Like, what? I,
1: yeah, I think so. I think Ron had probably been, like, mom. Like, he doesn't get along with his aunt and uncle. Like, they're not about this life. They don't like magic. And she's like, oh, but it can't be that bad. Like, yeah. they must know about, like, the person that Harry lives with half of the year. Like, over half of the year. Yeah. And, like, is his best friend, and, like, we've taken him him into our home yeah, many times by now. I don't know. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> uh, I do hope you will allow us to take Harry to the match, as this really is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Britain hasn't hosted the Cup for 30 years, and tickets are extremely hard to come by. We would, of course, be glad to have Harry stay for the remainder of the summer holidays and to see him safely onto the train back to school. It would be best for Harry to send us your answer as quickly as possible in the normal way because the muggle postman has never delivered to our house and i'm not sure he even knows where it is hoping to see harry soon yours sincerely molly weasley p.s i do hope we've put enough stamps on okay my other question about this letter is this britain has not hosted for 30 years did we make up that the quidditch world cup is the same as the actual world cup and it's every four years because that doesn't make sense 30 is not divisible by four. We
1: definitely didn't make up the fact that it's not at least yearly.
0: Like, maybe it's every other year. Maybe it's every five years.
1: Let me look it up.
0: I don't know. I just didn't know if we, like...
1: I don't think so. Like, we have the dates for, like, many World Cups.
0: Right. I thought it was every four
1: Held every four years since fourteen seventy three. Okay. Well Did she say in thirty years or for over thirty years?
0: For thirty years.
1: Huh. Yeah, the math isn't math mathing. <laughs> well, she's not really a sports fan, so she is not. Like I'm sure it's probably just like in about thirty years or yeah. like maybe over thirty years.
0: <laughs> um, okay, so anyway. Uncle Vernon finishes reading and he holds up the envelope that the letter came in and it is covered in stamps except for a tiny spot on the front where they wrote, where Mrs. Weasley wrote the Dursley's address Um, and Harry is like holding back laughing and he goes, she did put enough stamps on then, trying to make it sound as if though Mrs. Weasley's was a mistake anyone can make Um, which I thought that was pretty sassy and funny from Harry yeah
1: I still find it like like I know this will probably be the next sentence you read. If you're not if you're not if you're reading still. But like Vernon is like that's why the postman opened the door, like to show me the letter covered in stamps. I'm like, I feel like no postman actually cares that much. Right. Yeah. Like they they would just like put it in the slot. Like they wouldn't actually be like, Look at this. Isn't this so funny? Like what what did the postman even say to Vernon? Like, I don't know. Where I is think this he like from? Yeah, I
0: think he wanted to know where it was coming from. Like, who would do that? Yeah. I don't know. It Yeah, it seems very uh, weird, but that the postman would go out of his way to, to knock on the door. Yeah. Um, but this is why, partially why, Bernard is so pissed, because not only does he have to deal with this, like, acknowledgement of the fact that Harry is part of the magical world, but also, like, someone from the outside, like... Noticed something unusual about mail that the Dursleys were getting and like yeah. anything. He's so afraid of anything at all out of the ordinary. Um, so then there's like a long silence and Harry's like waiting for Vernon to say something and Vernon's not saying anything. So Harry's like, okay, I'm going to risk it. And he asks if he can go. And then we get detailed, like laid out the dilemma in front of Vernon. He can either let Harry go And that would make Harry happy, which he hates to do. Or he can keep Harry there and keep Harry miserable. But if he lets Harry go, he gets to get rid of Harry like three weeks earlier or two weeks earlier than he normally would have. He doesn't have to like take him to King's Cross. It's like advantageous. It's a win-win and he does not want it to be a win-win. He wants it to be a win for him and a loss for Harry. Yes. So since both of them want the same thing, it makes it difficult for him. (laughs)
1: So Vernon then goes on to interrogate interrogate Harry, basically. He's basically stalling, right? Because, like, we know he wants to make the decision to let Harry go so Harry can be out of their hair. But he, like, doesn't want to make that decision. Like, he wants that to be the outcome, but he doesn't want to be the one that, like, lets Harry leave, basically. Yeah. yeah. So he's like who is this Mrs. Weasley anyway? And Harry's like, my best friend's mom. Like, you've seen her. She's been at King's Cross before. Um, and he's like, oh, that dumpy woman, loads of children with red hair. And Harry, like, makes a comment, like, oh, it's like, really thick. It's like, really um. funny that Uncle Vernon's calling somebody else dumpy. Like, yeah. when his son has Oh, when his son has finally, like, achieved his, like, life's goal of being wider than he is tall, which is obviously not Not true. (laughs) Like, that's not really a thing that can happen, especially for, like, a 15-year-old boy. Yeah. Anyways. um, So, again, like, just more kind of digs at Dudley's weight. Um, then Mr. Dursley is like, what is this Quidditch rubbish anyways? And then Harry is like, it's a, sp- it's like a sport that's played on broomsticks. And Uncle Vernon's like, oh my God, enough. <laughs> okay, don't be here about it. Don't talk. And Harry's like, okay. And then he goes, what does like by the normal way mean? Because Mrs. Weasley had said like, H- Harry can send us a like return in the normal way. And Harry's like, oh, because, like, wizards normally send our post by owl. And he's like, I told you enough. Like, I told you I didn't want to hear about this. <laughs> why do you keep opening your mouth, Harry? And it's like, he keeps asking him questions, but gets so mad whenever Harry answers them. Um, and then um, Harry's like, and then, like, it goes silent. And Harry's getting frustrated. He's like, all right. Like, I'm done here. I know you're not going to let me go. So I'm just going to go write a letter to Sirius and let him know that you're not letting me go. And then Mr. Dursley's like, serious. Um, and he gets like really <laughs> nervous um, and, and decides to let Harry go to the World Cup. He's like, fine, fine, fine. You go back upstairs. You send this letter to this Mrs. Weasley. Tell, he- tell her that. They can come here and pick you up because I'm not taking you anywhere and send a letter to Sirius letting him know that I'm letting you go and he can like not murder me is basically (laughs) what Uncle Vernon's saying because they know at this point that Harry cannot do magic, so that's not a valid threat anymore. But they also know that Harry's godfather is a convicted murderer. (laughs) So Mass murderer. Mass murderer. So, Harry uses that as a threat instead, basically. This is pretty cunning of Harry. It is. That is pretty cunning of Harry. I do think, is it not true, though, that Sirius is like. Like, Sirius kind of like gives him the idea? Like, doesn't Sirius say something at the end of, like, Prisoner of Azkaban being like. I don't know.
0: He might. Like, like, just like, let me know movie. if you have any trouble or something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He might. Anyways, Harry is, like, thrilled. He walks in past Dudley, and Harry's like, wasn't breakfast just so filling and nutritious this morning, Dudley? Um, and Dudley's like, what is going on? And Harry goes back upstairs, and he sees Hedwig's back. Because I guess Hedwig had left... Because he sent Sirius a letter about his scar hurting. No,
0: see, he hasn't sent the he hasn't sent the letter to Sirius yet. This is like this is the one he's about to send. But it does say Hedwig is back,
1: doesn't it? Maybe Hedwig had just gone out like for the night. You know, like normally she lets her or he lets her fly around at night. Um, Uh that's why he couldn't send the letter because she wasn't there like yeah. That night. Or that yeah, morning. yeah, something like that, yeah. Um, but Hedwig's back, and then she he realizes that Hedwig is kind of like acting a little pissy, and he's like, what? And then he gets nailed in the side <sighs> with a tiny owl. He drops a letter.
0: <laughs> yes, so um, Harry looks down at the letter that was dropped, and sees Ron's handwriting, and it says a hastily scribbled note. So it says, "Harry, Dad got the tickets. Ireland versus Bulgaria, Monday night. Mum's writing to the Muggles to ask you to stay. They might already have the letter. I don't know how fast Muggle post is. Thought I'd send this with Pig anyway. So my I thought is that like this was sent after Mrs. Weasley sent.
1: I mean it." Cause like I guess maybe I, pig takes a long time.
0: Yeah, well he says they might already have it. So
1: yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, um, and then he's like, "What the hell is pig?" And he looks back at that owl, and he's like, "That doesn't look like a pig." <laughs> <laughs> um and so then we go back to ron's letter we're coming for you whether the muggles like it or not you can't miss the world cup only Mum and dad reckon it's better if we pretend to ask their permission first if they say yes send be- pig back with your answer pronto and we'll come and get you at five o'clock on sunday if they say no send pig back pronto and we'll come and get you on five o'clock at five o'clock on sunday anyway Hermione's arriving this afternoon. Percy started work, the Department of International Magical Cooperation. Don't mention anything about abroad while you're here unless you want the pants board off of you. See you soon, Ron.
1: So that's underwear, not The pants. The has gone. So what day is it now? I think is it's Saturday. Saturday. I think
0: it's Saturday.
1: Because do they come the next because
0: day? Because he might say... He would be leaving Privet Drive tomorrow. So, yeah.
1: Wow, so that's, like, really very rapid.
0: The turnaround?
1: Yeah, like, today's Saturday. <clears throat> he has to pack up his whole life earlier than expected. Granted, Harry doesn't really unpack it. Yeah. Like, I guess his, like, magic stuff and his muggle stuff are really pretty separate yeah. anyways. Um, they're picking him up at 5 o'clock on Sunday. He probably gets to the Weasleys at, what, like, Five thirty six, and then has to be up 12, 12 hours later for the world for them leaving for the World Cup. Yeah, how last minute did Mister Weasley get these tickets?
0: Probably pretty last minute because
1: he gets like given them, right?
0: Yeah, and he says like Dad got the text, and they already know that it's Ireland versus Bulga- Ireland versus yeah. Bulgaria, so like maybe a week in advance. Yeah. But they had to like the Weasleys had to set up the whole like getting number four on the yeah, food network and the stuff. Tent. Yeah. Oh, that too. They yeah. borrowed a tent from somebody.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Dang.
0: Oh. Uh, so anyway, Harry's <laughs> like has to wrestle with Pig to get him to slow down. Is Pig a boy? Yeah, Pig. He, I think. Um... And Harry writes, like, a quick, quick note, and it's just like, they say I can come, see you tomorrow, uh, and sends it away. And he, yet like, struggles to put Pig on, uh, put the letter on Pig and everything, because Pig's really excited. Um, and then Harry turns to Hedwig, and he's like, are you ready for a long journey? And so he just scribbles a note at the end of the letter he wrote the previous chapter to Sirius saying... I'll be at Ron's for the rest of the summer. I'm going to the Quidditch World Cup. And he says, like, if you want to contact me, I'll be at Ron's. But, like, Hedwig just knows where to find him anyway. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Um, anyway, Hedwig then, like, stands super still uh, and has a perfect post owl in contrast to Pig. Um, and then Harry goes and eats some birthday cake for breakfast, gets it from under his floorboard. <laughs> um and yeah i just wanted to point out again that i'm really worried about <laughs> um and then he just reflects on how happy he is he had cake dursley only had grapefruit it was a beautiful summer's day he was leaving tomorrow and then his scar felt perfectly normal and he was going to watch the Quidditch world cup it was hard just now to feel worried about anything even lord Voldemort. like oh well there you go you jinxed it yeah
1: yeah i really i do kind of like the poeticism the poeticness the poetry the poetry (laughs) of like i know that this isn't really the end of the first chapter but this is kind of the end of the first chapter of like this book like the first like It's the end of, like, the Privet Drive summer chapters, pretty much, right? Uh, Yeah, I mean, all that's left is
0: when the Dursleys, or the Weasleys come.
1: Yeah. It's, like, this is, this is the end of, like, the Muggle world chapters, right? Um, And it ends with, like, Harry being, like, I'm not even worried about Lord Voldemort. And then the end of this whole book is, like, Lord Voldemort coming back fully.
0: Yeah. It kind of like hits you over the head with like
1: ah, um, can't even yeah. be worried about Voldemort.
0: Dun-dun.
1: Yeah, but well also because like last book didn't really like the Prisoner of Azkaban's really the only book that like Lord Voldemort isn't a part of the end. Like the climax of it, right? So like we're already like more removed from it, and it's like, oh yeah, maybe like Harry is done with that whole Lord Voldemort thing for a little bit. Yeah, Yeah. I
0: mean the only reason I think he's saying it now is because he had that dream. Dream, yeah. But yeah, it's like it's very it's weird because the the book starts so dark and it's like yeah that seems like something sketchy seems like Voldemort's up to something and then like two chapters later Harry's like the happiest he's been.
1: Yeah. Yep. So it goes.
0: But also, like, most of this book, they're not, he's not worried about Voldemort.
1: No, like, most of this book, like, the, the carrying action, like, the rising action of this book is, like, the Triwizard Tournament. Yeah. It's not even, like, I guess he has, like, does he have more dreams throughout this book, though? Um... About Voldemort coming back. Well, I guess Maybe. there's the whole, like, Karkaroff and, subplot. Of yeah, Baltimore.
0: and there's, like, the stuff that happened at the World Cup. Yeah. So they know that, like, something is brewing. Yeah. But Harry's so focused on, like, the Triwizard Tournament.
1: Yeah. Man. What a good book. <laughs> yep. <laughs> So I know we probably ended the last episode that we did talking about how we're going to do an episode every month and then we went MIA for like three months. But that is still like tentatively our plans. Life just kind of got in the way. And with the time difference that we normally have, it's very difficult, but we will still try our best. You know, like I still... I'll only sp- I can only speak for me but like I still really enjoy doing them so yeah
0: yeah I think yeah. we'll probably get this try to get this one out maybe in January
1: yeah and like probably early January and see then about getting one
0: out in February yeah
1: so yeah like I said we'll, we'll try our best um I don't even know if anybody is still listening to these <laughs> if you are or if I'm just shouting into the void whatever <laughs> <laughs> yeah um okay how do we end it (laughs) as always
0: (laughs) as always thank you so much for listening and remember just do your best we'll do the rest
1: and learn until our brains all rock